Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back again with all of our listeners, and wonderful to have this opportunity to come together each day and open up God's Word and study a little bit more. Learn a little bit more. Dig a little bit deeper. Have our understanding to grow fuller. And you know, as we do all of that, have our faith grow, develop, stronger. Because faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. We keep emphasizing that. But you know, most of the people in the world, they need to hear that. They need to understand it. And they need to take it to heart and really get into God's word. Because most people simply are not doing that. And how can your faith grow if you're not getting into the source book of your faith growing? which is God's word again. So we want to help you along that line. In fact, the best thing that we can do to help you is to teach you God's word. It has eternal effects because ultimately it points us toward heaven itself. Now we want to encourage you to grow in your faith as you grow in your knowledge of God's word. And our prayer is that ultimately as your faith continues to develop, you'll come to the point where you'll be ready to make up your mind to come to God through Jesus Christ, his son, your Lord and Savior, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in him openly, and surrendering to him in baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross so long ago for you, as well as for everybody else, will cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. Acts chapter 22 in verse 16. At that point... He will add you to his church. Acts 2 and verse 47. You will have been born again. John 3 verses 3 through 5. And made new. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. You will be in Christ. Romans chapter 6 and verse 3. And Galatians 3 and verse 27. And that's where salvation is. In Christ. Romans 8 and verse 1. And then... God will bless you with all of the spiritual blessings of the heavenly places because they're in Christ. Ephesians 3 and verse 1, and, or rather Ephesians 1 and verse 3, and you can read on down through about verse 13 there. God has blessings waiting for you if you will come to him through Jesus Christ in faithful obedience. Now, encourage your friends, and you can do this too. Go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Scroll down the home page to the podcast button, click on that. It'll take you about one minute to sign up for our podcasting. Now, it's free. It will always be free. We're not after your wallet. We want to help you get to heaven. We care about your soul. When you sign up for our podcasting, you'll get all of our sermons sent automatically to whatever smart device you choose. Your smartphone, your computer, your laptop, your pad, your tablet, whatever it might be. All of our sermons, all of our Bible studies, and a great daily, seven day a week, about a 12 or 13 minute Bible study we call Today's Bible Class. You can work that into your busy schedule every day. Maybe listen to it as you're driving across town in your car or doing chores around the house or whatever. And you'll also receive all of these radio programs each day, Monday through Friday. Now, what a great blessing that is. What tremendous resource material you have available to you through the website, through the podcasting. And again, 
it will always be free. So take advantage of it yourself, but also encourage your friends, your family members, your work associates, your neighbors, anybody and everybody to take advantage of this opportunity. Website, churchofchrist.com. Sign up for our podcasting. You may help somebody get to heaven. Now we're going to finish up our study asking the question, are you ready? We face all kinds of daily routine choices in life, decisions we have to make, many of which we really don't give even much attention or concern or thought because they are daily routine choices and decisions. So we're, we're probably pretty much ready to make those. But then we are faced periodically with life-affecting choices. We've talked about that. Are you going to go on to college after you graduate from high school? Are you going to go into the military? What branch if you're going to go into the military? What college are you going to choose if you're going to go to college? What are you going to major in? What is your career choice? How are you going to get ready for that? Is that going to take care of you and, and a family that you probably will have down the road somewhere? As you graduate, are you going to get married? If you are going to get married, to whom? Are you going to have children? How many children? Where are you going to live? Here or someplace across the country? Are you going to rent an apartment? Are you going to buy a house? What about time to get a new car? What kind are you going to get? How much money are you going to spend? Are you going to make investments? You see that those choices are all life-effecting choices, and they go on and on and on. Are you ready to face the day when you will repeatedly have to make those serious, rather heavy choices? You need to be ready. Well, even more important, though, are you ready to face your Lord at judgment? We talked about, we looked at the text in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 3, talked about how Jesus was asked the question, when will the sign of these times come? What will they, what, when will that day be? How can we get ready? And in verses 36 through 44 of Matthew 24, Jesus said, the angels don't even know what day that will be the final day of judgment, when God will bring this world as we know it to an end and call all mankind to account for the lives they have lived, those still living at that time and also those who have already died physically and gone on. Because you see, we're not just physical beings, but we're spiritual beings. We have a soul. And the soul is what goes on after the physical body dies. Jesus said not even the angels know that day, but only the Father in heaven. We looked at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. And Paul was writing to Christians there, and he was talking to them about they, they really should be prepared. They should be ready. They're walking as children of light. They're walking in the daylight. Now, those are spiritual uh, illustrations there. In other words, they're walking in the righteousness of God's word, the direction of God's word, Remember what the psalmist said in Psalm 119 and 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So when we're truly walking faithfully by the word of God, we're walking in the light. We're walking by the light. And as we obey his teachings accurately and effectively, then we are children of light. Jesus said in Matthew 5 verses 13 through 16 that those who would follow him are are supposed to be the light of the world, supposed to be like a city set on a hill with the light shining and the darkness at night, and you can't hide those lights. 
We should let our light so shine that others may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. We need to be children of light. We need to live in that righteous way, and we need to live ready for the day of the Lord, that final day of judgment, whenever he might come. Now, Paul said, just as Jesus said, Paul said, we don't know when that day is going to be, but it's going to come as like a thief in the night, unexpected by so many people, unready by so many people. But he said, you don't need to be caught unaware. You know he's coming. So you can live ready every day. We looked at a number of, our, a number of other passages of scripture that talk about how we need to be ready for that day. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, and, and also 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15, and chapter 4 and verse 5. John chapter 14 and verse 2. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again that you may be there with me also. Are you ready for him to come again and call the faithful, the righteous, the obedient home to be with him in heaven for all of eternity? Well, are you living faithfully and righteously and obediently? Are you ready for that day? A whole lot of people... They believe in God, they believe in Christ, but they don't want to have to really believe and take to heart that there will be a final day of judgment and there will be an eternal condemnation in hell for those who are not living faithfully and obediently before God while they're alive in this world. Now, if you have some doubt about there being a final day of judgment, you need to get that doubt out of your head. Listen to a number of these texts of Scripture. If God puts it down for us through the, through the inspired writers in Scripture one time, that's enough. That's the truth of God's Word. We can take it to heart. Now, when he puts something down over and over and over and over again, we better pay extra attention to that particular point of doctrine and truth. In John chapter 5, verses 21 and 22, Jesus said this, As the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son. Now did you get that? Christ will be our judge on that final day of judgment. In verses 25 and 26 of that same fifth chapter of John's gospel account, Jesus went on and said, Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man. Our Lord is coming again to judge the world, to judge all mankind, all of humanity. And my friend, that means you and me. In Acts chapter 10, part of the gospel message Acts chapter 10, verse 42. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he 
who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. Christ will be that judge. There will be no missing that day of judgment for anybody. In Acts chapter 17, we look at verse, verses 30 and 31. Truly, these times of ignorance God looked at, or overlooked, rather, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. You know, I don't understand. You know, I, I can't say that I really fully understand what that statement, truly these times of ignorance God overlooked. Sometime before the coming of Christ, apparently, to some degree, in some situations, God apparently overlooked some degrees of ignorance. But whatever that was, exactly what that means, whatever the depths of understanding of that particular statement at the beginning of verse 30, that does not apply, apply now. Because it says right after that, but now, in our present time, now commands all men everywhere to repent. So ignorance is not an excuse before God. However, it might have been tolerated by him at some point in time. This is not the time. Now he commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Speaking of Christ, God the Son, our Lord and Savior. Now you think about God raising Jesus from the dead and that being an absolute assurance, demonstration with power, the power of God, that Jesus truly is our Savior, that everything he said and everything he did while he was here in his ministry, while he was living on this earth, all of that was said and done by the authority of God. His being raised from that dead, from that tomb, being resurrected, that was a powerful demonstration that he truly is the Savior, the Son of God. But now what the Apostle Paul is also adding here is that his being raised from the dead is also an assurance that he's coming again to be the judge of all mankind. He's coming again in the final day of judgment. Just as certain, just as certainly as he is the savior of all mankind, he will be the judge of all mankind. And we must appear before him at his judgment seat and give account of everything that we have done in our life, whether good or bad. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Are you ready for that day? Are you ready? to face your Lord and Savior as the judge of your life? Are you ready to receive the blessings or consequences of all that you have done while you have been alive on this earth? 
Until that day you stand before him in judgment, whether good or bad, whether righteous or unrighteous. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, Paul exhorted Timothy, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Now, how will, judge, how, how, will, how will Jesus judge the living and the dead? There will still be people alive on that day he comes back to judge the world, to judge all mankind. Those would be the living. The dead, you see, their physical bodies will have died, but their souls will still exist. And so they also will stand before him on that final day of judgment. So he will be not just the Lord and Savior, but he'll also be the judge of the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Are you ready for that day? Hebrews chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 13 the Hebrews writer wrote, And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Yeah, we won't hide anything from Jesus in that day. Our Lord and Savior as our judge will know everything about us, every detail from the most minute to the most glaring, everything will be open. Nothing will be hidden from his eyes. And I suspect that all of those things will be brought to our memory and mind as well. Are you ready for that day? You won't be able to hide anything from him. Are you ready for that day? To stand there before the all-knowing one? Are you ready for the details of your life to flash before your eyes, but also for you to be confronted about all of those details by the all-knowing judge? In Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Are you ready for that day? The, when the world comes to an end? Being destroyed by fire? The fire of judgment? God is not willing that you perish. He wants you to be saved. But he leaves the choice up to you. But whatever you choose, you will stand before his son, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on that day and give account for all that you have done or failed to do 
in this life. Are you ready for that day? In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, As it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. After this, the judgment. One day, unless the Lord comes again first, you and I will die physically. But we will still stand before him in judgment. If we are still alive physically, when he comes again on that day, we will stand before him in judgment. That day is coming. Are you ready? God gave you his word to get you ready for that day. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Be diligent to present yourself approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. A diligent student of God's word is what you need to be so that you can understand it and apply it to your life correctly. Are you doing that? That's what God gave you to get you ready for that day. Are you studying his word? In the third chapter of 2 Timothy, in verse 15, the apostle Paul reminded Timothy that from childhood, you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation, wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Are you studying those scriptures that God made available to you to make you wise for salvation? The scriptures teach you how to be forgiven, how to be redeemed, how to be saved. Are you reading those scriptures getting yourself ready for that day when the Lord will come and you will stand before his judgment seat and give account of all that you have done, how you have lived in this life? Are you ready? Matthew chapter 24 and verse 44, Therefore you also be ready, Jesus said, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. You need to be ready. You need to get ready if you're not ready now. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, chapter 6 and verse 2, the apostle Paul wrote, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You need to get ready because that day is coming. Search your heart. Don't lie to yourself. God knows the truth. Answer the question. Are you ready? Let's pray. Father, so many people need to get ready to face your Son, our Lord and Savior, at judgment. Please help people to open their eyes to the truth of your word to read it, to study it, to make the proper applications. Please give them the guidance along that line so they can get ready for that day. Help them to open their hearts, to humble themselves, to obey your teachings so they can be ready, Father. Guide us all 
help us, motivate us to open our hearts and search our hearts and ask ourselves and answer truthfully to ourselves, am I ready for that day? Please guide us, Father. Please forgive us, gracious Father. May you be glorified through our lives as we get ready to meet our Lord at judgment. In Christ's name, amen.